0: I'm so delighted to welcome you to our very first Quest Leadership podcast, The Journey Toward Legacy. My name is Don Mann, and I'm the director of the Quest Leadership Program, which is a part of the Global Ed Institute and the discipleship arm of. Mission Global at Pentecostal Assemblies of Canada. A big shout-out goes to my producer and engineer for this podcast, Jonatas Trindady, who happens to be my son-in-law. So, Jonatas, I don't know if you had much choice uh, whether or not to help me, but know that it's appreciated so much. I've had the privilege of spending the last 14 years of my life pouring into leadership and leaders around the world It's one of my great joys and rewards. But wherever I go, I come face to face with the disease I call corruption. It might be in an airport or a government office or police department and, sad to say, sometimes even the church. Transparency International suggests that 92% of the world struggles daily with the influence of corruption. I would suggest to you that we are facing a pandemic of corruption. Now over the last two and a half, three years, the entire world has gained an understanding of what a pandemic means. But I even take this a step further and go as far as to say that corruption is one of our greatest humanitarian crises today. I say that because anything that robs people of their dignity, welfare, and happiness or causes people to suffer is is a humanitarian crisis. Corrupted leaders around the world are major contributors to this humanitarian crisis. But in the midst of this crisis, the Quest Leadership Program believes that there are biblically informed principles that help us to understand what it means to live a character-driven lifestyle in the midst of a corrupted world. Some might find this archaic, but I believe the Bible has incredible leadership principles that anyone can learn from and follow. The Bible addresses all kinds of corruption, from rebellion to sexual issues to leadership challenges and those who challenge those in authority over them. And in every situation that the Bible addresses there are principles that we can learn from that can be used not only in the church but in any area of influence in society. Quest also believes that God is calling church leadership and those within the church who are strategically positioned in the marketplace to lead the way in rebuilding leadership trust let's be honest with ourselves there's a a lack of trust in our world today there's a lack of trust in the media lack of trust in government and i believe if there's any organization that has the opportunity to lead the way and being influential in the area of character lifestyle and integrity it is the church not just leaders within the church but in churches around the world, there are people who sit Sunday after Sunday who on Monday go back into the world, into their place of influence. They, they go into the government systems, the school systems, the media. And as believers in Christ, they have an opportunity to be an incredible influence and rebuilding leadership trust that has been eroded through character deficiency. So why Quest? Why do we need another program? Well, we really don't. There are many, many great leadership programs that are available. Quest encourages participants to live what they have learned and pass it on to emerging leaders, leaving a legacy of effective, efficient, and vitalized leadership. That's why in Quest, we call it the journey toward legacy. We believe it's so important that we all finish well. How many start well, but don't necessarily finish well? But it's all about the legacy that we're going to live. And that's what Quest really, really tries to develop and move toward, leaving a legacy. How we live while we walk on this earth determines what we will leave behind when we leave this earth from time to time in these podcasts you're going to hear me give quotes from different people and there's there's one or two lately that have really impacted my life and i hope would do the same for you i really appreciate what julia Funt says legacy is the story about you that has yet to be written, but you hold the pen. (laughs) That's not only worth repeating, that's a keeper. Legacy is the story about you that has yet to be written, but you hold the pen. Let me uh, ask you five what questions. What is the focus of your identity? What story are you writing? What will you be remembered for? What will your children say about you when you are gone? And what would you want people to say about you at your funeral? (laughs) So many people, their identity is wrapped up in their success. If you're in the church life and in ministry, so much of identity is wrapped up in ministry. If you're in the business world, so much is wrapped up in success. And that's why I think a lot of people have a hard time leaving when it's time to leave because they're fearful they're going to lose their identity. But I think what all of us need to ponder about and think about is when, when our life nears an end, what life story will people read about us and what will be, we be remembered for? Let me ask you one will question. Will those you lead be impacted positively or negatively by the way you lived while you walked on this earth? Now, it's not my habit to mention leaders who have fallen into difficult places. I am going to mention one name to you only because of what I feel is a significance of what happened in his life and after his death. So many of us know leaders who have developed character deficiencies and actually fell from a place of leadership and it saddens all of us. It shocks us. No matter how many times it happens, it's still a shock when it does happen. The One man who probably I found the hardest to hear about what happened in his life was an apologist by the name of Ravi Zacharias. As an apologist, his words were pointed, powerful, and persuasive. As a person, it appears that his life was flawed, fallible, and fractured. Now, we must remember that we are all flawed by sin. So before we criticize others, we need to examine our own hearts. And by using the name Ravi Zachariah, I'm not criticizing him. As a matter of fact, when I think of it, my heart almost breaks. Because the sad part about all of this is that allegations and investigations of facts came out after his death, and he could no longer defend himself. And it would appear that he may have died with some hidden secrets. And the powerful legacy that was being formed while he lived is tarnished and tainted after his death. The sad thing is, he cannot defend it because he is dead. I love what the Apostle Paul said to a young man by the name of Titus. You can find it in Titus chapter 2, verse 7 to 8. In everything, in everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned. And then these words, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed Because they have nothing bad to say about us. Oh, that we could live that kind of life. That even when we face opposition in our leadership, people cannot find anything bad to say about us because there's nothing there that they can attack. So why is integrity important in leadership? Why do we talk about integrity? Well, I have already mentioned that we have all watched over the years what a lack of integrity can do to a person and to their leadership effectiveness. The legacy of many leaders has been tarnished because of character and integrity deficiencies. Some of those people have had a profound impact upon my own life and leadership, either from a long distance of listening to them or watching them and sometimes even up close and personal. I had the privilege of sharing the platform with a world-renowned leader a number of years ago and was saddened when he ran into some difficulties and some allegations. But for the grace of God, and we don't say that lightly, but for the grace of God, there goes any one of us. Someone once said, and not everybody's going to like what This person said, when you lose your money, you lose nothing. When you lose your health, you lose something. When you lose your character, you lose everything. (laughs) Now, that that first one, when you lose your money, you lose nothing. That's hard for most of us to swallow. None of us like to lose money. And when you lose your health, you certainly lose something. Something during these podcasts that we will develop once a month. In one of the not too distant future podcasts, I've asked my wife to join me and we will have a conversation together. I've been facing a pretty major health issue for the last three years. And all I'll say today is when you battle health issues, there's no money in the world that can buy back your health. And so Rather than getting hung up on when you lose your money, you lose nothing, or when you lose your health, you lose something, let's remind ourselves when you lose your character, you lose everything. I, I like to watch a TV program called Blue Blood. stars Tom Selleck. Now, my, my engineer here, Jonatas, wouldn't remember this because this is... Uh, for some of us who have been along life's journey a little longer, but some of you might remember Tom Selleck when he was Magnum P.I. in Hawaii and he drove a red Ferrari. Well, in his later years, he's been on this program called Blue Blood and he's the, the uh, police director of the New York City Police Department. Fascinating program. Once in a while, he comes out with some pretty significant lines And one night as I was watching, I heard him talk about the fact that uh, we have a public life, a private life, and a secret life. Well, I did some investigating and actually discovered that that was originally coined by Nobel Prize-winning writer Gabriel Marquez, who said everyone has three lives, a public life, a private life, and a secret life, simply put. Your public life is what everyone sees. If you're in leadership, any type of leadership, your public life is what everyone sees. Your private life is what those closest to you see when you're not in public, especially your family. You can be one thing in public, but in the privacy of your home, your family, your spouse, your children, even your grandchildren, see who you really are then your secret life is only what you and God sees. It's even hidden from your family, from your spouse, from your children, from your grandchildren. But God sees it. And this secret life is what can get us in the most trouble. And so my hope is over the months to come, as we unpack material from the Quest Leadership Program, is that we will get a sense of honesty with God and ourselves and even our family, that we do everything we need to do to protect our secret life, because a secret life will affect the private life, and the private life will affect the public life. Again, I come back to the Bible. Let me say it again. I, I believe so often we, we don't look enough to the Bible for leadership principles Listen to Proverbs 10, 9. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. Oh my goodness, don't we know that? The scrutiny that happens when we fail to walk with integrity. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. Proverbs eleven three. The integrity of the upright guides them but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. I'd suggest to you that that word duplicity is a, is an ugly word. It means things like deceit, deception, two-facedness, double dealing, underhandedness, dishonesty. I don't want that to be a part of my life. That that's an ugly word that word duplicity. <laughs> I think one of the heroes of integrity is Job himself. You talk about losing money. He lost everything. He lost not only his cattle and what we would consider as wealth today, but he lost his family. He lost everything. He lost his health. And yet at the end of his life, he said, "Till I die.'" I will not deny my integrity. Until I die, I will not deny my integrity. Integrity leads to a lasting legacy. And for that reason, quest consists of four units on our journey toward legacy. It's like the four points of a compass. The quest for character, which deals with core commitments and self-leadership the quest for influence, where we talk about leadership that serves. We've got to get back to a place of servanthood and leadership. The quest for clarity, where we talk about purpose and strategy and impact. And of course, the quest for legacy, teamwork, and mentoring future leaders. Over the next number of months, we will unpack these units together. If you want more information in advance of that feel free to go to globaledinstitute.ca all small caps globaledinstitute.ca click on global programs and look for quest leadership this podcast is designed to encourage you on your journey toward legacy we will be welcoming guests who will share their experiences, including the successes and roadblocks on their personal legacy journey. On our next podcast, I look forward to having Dr. Kirk Coffelt. You will enjoy him. He is an educator used around the world, and he has a deep desire for leadership development. I look forward to sharing stories of people we meet around the world who are on the same leadership trek as you and me. So I invite you to join me on this journey toward legacy. Please feel free to invite others whom you feel could benefit from this podcast to join us. Together, let's determine to live life in such a way that as Dave Roper says, When people think of integrity, they will think of you. Thanks for listening. Until next time.